Hey everyone, this is Kevin, and I'd like to welcome you to our coronavirus special miniseries, CSE Plays With Ourselves. A number of our crew will be doing the PF2-compatible solo adventure, The Duskwalkers Do, written by Ron Lundin and published by Run Amuck Games. This adventure has one person as GM and playing a pre-made PC, so we're going to give it a go and see how our playstyles vary. Let's get started. You are Tarklo Dirge, a wanderer and sword for hire. You are one of a rare group of people called Duskwalkers, ashen-colored humanoids who guard the cycles of life and death. You've put more unquiet souls to rest than you care to count, and you are often overwhelmed by the enormity of the task ahead of you. The world is filled with so many of the shambling dead and haunting spirits that you fear you'll never know any life other than returning the dead to their proper repose. That is if you don't starve first. Even a Duskwalker must eat. Earning the coin to do so means taking odd jobs that ordinary people are too timid or ill-equipped to handle. So you drift from town to town solving problems to earn your next meal and put the next soul to rest. Just outside the bustling town of Thaven, you have stopped for a well-earned rest beneath an old apple tree. A voice from above called your name. Tarklo Dirge, born of Ramnit Dirge, called the voice. Looking up, you spy a large crow, wearing a leather mask, eyeing you with interest. A nosy psychopomp, courier and scribe from the land where spirits go after death. Psychopomps have some connection to Duskwalkers, but you've never cared to find out what. You suspect learning more might jeopardize the freedom you treasure. Tarklo Dirge, born of no one, you replied sullenly, wishing only to be left alone to finish your apple. Ah, that's not what the records say, insisted the Nosi. Your soul fragment originated from a Duskwalker named Ramnit Dirge, deceased 31 years ago, returned to the boneyard, and recycled into Tarklo Dirge. Unfortunately, that all sounded right. You're 31 years old, give or take, and that's your name. I don't owe the Psychopomps anything, you grumbled. Ah, technically you don't owe me, Minoti, anything. But you owe the Psychopomps everything, insisted the Nosi. For now... I'm to identify a particular tomb and let you know that its primary inhabitant, a woman named Immigrin Thabelshank, has slipped the cycle of souls and returned as an incorporeal undead. We need you to destroy her spirit so her soul can progress. You sigh, cast aside the apple core, and ensure your hatchets were strapped to your side. Okay, where is this Thabelshank tomb? I'll show you myself said Minoti, settling his feathers with a bit more pomp that was warranted, as I'm to accompany you on this significant task. Great, another mouth to feed. The tomb haunted by the spirit of Immigrant Thavelshank is an ancient crumbling structure deep underground. The stone masonry that once stood fast against time and decay is failing, allowing rivulets of water, profusions of lichen, and a dank odor to permeate the entire structure. Shadows pull thickly in corners and shift when you view them out of the corner of your eye. The ceilings throughout the tomb are ten feet high. Only a few fitful ever-burning torches illuminate some of the tomb's chambers, but that's okay. You and Minoti can both see in the dark. As you walk in, stairs lead down deep into the earth. The hallway at the bottom makes a gradual bend to the right. A pair of wooden doors, swollen in their frame, lead to the east. The hallway is interrupted by a series of floor-to-ceiling columns, each depicts the same woman, a haughty aristocrat looking down her nose with undisguised contempt. Ah, here we are, chirps Minoti. I know Thavoshank's ghost is in a sepulchre at the end of, the of this hallway, past a pair of double doors. But she is powerful, perhaps too powerful for you to defeat right now. There are three icons of her life you should collect. The presence of each will weaken her grip on unlife, so you should carry as many of them as you can find when you confront her. They are a marble candlestick, a silver comb, and a golden snuff box. She liked her fine treasures, apparently. You don't need all of them, but the more of them you have, the better. I also have this map. With a shake of his head, Minoti's leather mask slips a bit, and a piece of parchment flutters out. I know there's a secret passage in the tomb, the Nosi admits, but not how to access it. You'll have to just keep your eyes open. As the Nosi speaks, a rush of air and grinding noise comes from behind you. The enormous stone doors to the tomb swing shut, trapping you inside. They are far too heavy to move and far too thick to carve your way through. Ah, the tomb also has a defense against intruders. I forgot to mention. The doors won't open until Thavelshank's ghost is defeated. I'm afraid we're both stuck here until the task is done. You can wring the Nosi's neck, but you suspect you might need him before you're through. So what do you do? All right, so uh, um, I, you said there's that bend to the to the right. 
I'm going to go down that bend and or what do I see? Um, so there are double doors in front of you and to your right and a hallway to your left. Okay, um, I'm going to go to the double doors in front of me and um, I want to check them for traps. Okay. Um, okay, uh, you, you look the door down and up and down and you don't seem to, uh, to see any traps. Okay, I would like to open the door. Okay. You see a chamber that has a sunken floor and an old, old stone well in its center. Unfortunately, the well is long dried up. All the doors leading out of this room look the same, except for the door to the north. That one has a small, has small barred windows that reveal a cell. Okay, there's, um, I, I think I'm going to go to the, the room that is apparently a cell, or appears to be a cell. Okay, um, you open the door? Yes. Okay. This room was once obviously a prison cell. Rusted manacles hang from the walls to the north, west, and south. Some of the manacles rattle ominously despite the lack of breeze, and you suspect this is immigrant Thavoshank's malevolent influence. Who puts a cell in their tomb anyway? Not anyone you'd care to socialize with. Is, um, is there anything in the room? Uh, it's I just read the description. Okay, um, I want to search this room. That's a 14. You find some manacles. That's about it. There's nothing of importance. Okay, um, so that was that room. I'm going to go to... I'm going to go out and take uh, a left to the door closest to the the exit of this room. Okay. A few rusted weapons hang from the walls of this room on decrepit weapon racks. The far end of the room, opposite the door, has a single suit of armor on display. Okay, I, I walk into the room. As you walk into the room, the suit of armor lunges forward to fight you. Roll initiative. Okay, um... I rolled a 20. Okay, one sec. Okay, it's um, the suit of armor's turn. Um, it is going to use its first action to walk over to the wall. Uh, it's going to use its next action to pick up the glaive that was hanging on the wall. And finally, he will move right there. And that's his turn. Okay, um, I'm going to hunt prey as my first action. I'm going to move to up to him. And I'm going to use quick draw to draw my... Hatchet. Uh, quick draw lets me uh, draw a weapon and then strike with that weapon. So I will strike, and that will be a 6 on the die, plus 14 will be 20. Okay, that hits. Uh, roll your damage. Right, so... Okay, that's 5 on the die. That's 9 with my damage bonus. And then I rolled a nine, an eight on the um, precision damage, so that's seventeen total. Okay, um, so you uh, you pull out your hatchet and you swing this uh, this hatchet at this suit of armor, and you connect with a a decent hit. Um, but you f you feel like uh, either your hatchet gets snagged on a piece of the metal, or um, it kind of bounces off of it before sinking in. So, um, it just doesn't seem to do what it, what, as much damage as it should. Oh, um, okay. okay. Um, I think that was my three actions. I hunted prey, I moved, and I swung. Okay, it's, it's turn. Um, it's going to, uh, try to hit you with, um, the glaive that it just picked up. Okay, um, <laughs> does a 31 hit? A, th a 31, a 31? That's a crit. Okay, uh. See, this game is going kind of like eyes are. <laughs> um, oh, right. Well, that is that is 11 points of damage. Okay, let me write that on my character sheet. Okay, um, it is going to swing again. That is going to be... Oh, it's not a finesse weapon or an agile weapon. So that is going to be a 9. Oh, thank God that doesn't hit. And he's just going to swing again. And that is a 7. That also doesn't hit. Okay, um, it is your turn. Okay, uh, for the for my first action, um, I'm going to use Quick Draw to pull out my other hatchet, which gives me the attack. Uh, that is going to be a 21. 21? 
A 21 will hit. Okay, and I'm still, he's still marked. So that is 10. That's 14 points of damage. Okay, like last time, um, the 14 points of damage just doesn't seem to go all, go through. Um, but you do notice that um, with that hit, the the metal, you can clearly see a crack that's going through the metal. It seems like it's broken, but it's still standing and it is still uh, trying to kill you. Okay, well, I have my two weapons out, so now I'm going to try to use one of my ability stuffs called Twin Takedown. You can do it once per round. I make a melee attack with both, and then we see what happens. So the first one is a 20 on the die, and that is uh, for 30. Okay, um, that's a crit. And I will roll again, and that one is at negative 8. So that'll be a 17. Well, uh, that'll also hit. So roll your damage. 7 and 6 is 13. That is 5. So 13 and 5. So 18 damage. Okay. Um, so you, um, you take both your hatchets and you swing one and you swing the other. Uh, and it just it looks like you hit the, both, uh, the same spot with both hatchets and hatchets not axes it looks like you hit the same spot in consecutively and the suit of armor breaks and crumbles and falls to the ground okay um i want to take his glaive um you you can't uh when the suit of armor falls apart the glaive is also destroyed it it crumbles when he, when it when it dies okay um i want to look around the room Okay, um, give me a perception. Okay, uh, that was a 15. Okay, so you're looking around the room, and out of the corner of your eye, you see one of the weapons hanging on the rack. It gleams, kind of like it's new. You walk over and pick it up, and it's actually a hatchet that is strangely similar in appearance to the hatchets that you have. Um, oh, um, okay, uh, I'll put one of my hatchets away, and I will start using this one. Let me write that down. Okay, and there's nothing else in the room? Nope, you find the hatchet, and that's it. Okay, um, I'm going to go back. You said there were uh, another set of, of double doors on the other side of the room I was just in, the, the prison room. Yes. All right, so I would like to go to those double doors and open them. Okay, um... Wooden chests, statuary, opulent furniture, and other ornamentation rests in what is obviously a treasure vault. However, every scrap of metal in this room, including the coins that must have filled the chests and the hinges and locks of the chests themselves, have all been reduced to drifting heaps of valueless, valueless rust. As you walk in, a monster is happily gorging itself on the corroded mess it's made of this room. It's not clear how the monster got in here, as it can't open the doors. But you have a more pressing matter, as it turns and attacks you. Roll for initiative. Alright, I got a 26 for my initiative. Ooh. Uh, you're gonna get to go first this time. Okay. Okay, so he turns to you, and it's your turn. Okay, well, um, I'm going to first hunt prey, and then I'm going to move up 5, 10, 15, 20. Okay, I can move up to it. And then I'm going to use Twin Takedown to try to take him out. Okay, uh, that is going to be a 22. A 22 hits, and roll your second attack. That is going to be a 21. Oh, okay, they, even with the negative four? Yeah, Kevin, I remember the negative four. Just making sure. Haha, <laughs> I'm playing with myself. Okay, so let's roll damage for that. We got... One sec, I rolled a two on the die, that is six, and then a six on the die, that's twelve, and then four, so that is sixteen points of damage, but I also roll the d8, so that becomes twenty-one points of damage, slashing. Oh, okay, uh, so it, uh, it seems... <laughs> decently hurt by that um but it's its turn so we're gonna see what it does um it is going to try to 
take a swing at one of your weapons and try to pull it from your hands. All right, let me, uh, let me see. All right, so it's going to roll. Oof, it was on the 18, and then it rolled to the 2. Uh, what is your reflex DC? My reflex DC is a 22. Okay, it does not disarm you. Um, it's gonna it's gonna go for a standard bite for his next action. That's a nine on the die. So that's does a seventeen hit you? No, it does not. And for its final thingy thing, it's gonna try to just hit your hit your uh, axe with its its antenna. All right, and that is. God, I'm, your die is rolling horribly for me. Well, yeah, it's like it's my die, obviously. Uh, well, that's that's definitely not gonna hit your your weapon. So, um, it's your turn. All right. Well, um, I have my weapons out, so I'm going to just swing at it more. All right. So I got a six on the die plus fourteen. That's twenty. Okay. Roll roll damage. Uh, that's five, that's 12 damage. Okay, it's still standing. Okay, I'm going to hit it again. That's 27 damage. That's 27 to hit. Uh, 27 hits. And that's for 10 damage. Okay, so you see this monster just trying to have a little snack in this room that has nothing of value in it, and you come over and hit it a bunch and kill it. Good job. Thanks. Um. I know this was the treasure room, so I'm going to look around and see if I can find anything of value. Okay, um, let's, let's roll a perception. Ooh, I got a nat 20 for a 30. Okay, so, um, you're looking around the room and you see two high-backed wooden chairs. Um, they really haven't captured the monster's interest yet, so they remain in good condition. Uh, the only problem is they're incredibly heavy. Um, as you're searching them and looking at these chairs, you notice out of the corner of your eye something sticking out of a pile of rust. Uh, you go over to it and you find a sturdy marble candlestick. Um, it looks like it's only worth a few gold coins on its own. Ooh, a marble candlestick, you say? I'm gonna put that in my bag, because I believe that was one of the items I need to, uh, help me with this person thing I'm trying to kill. So let me write down this thing and there we go okay so nothing else in this room where do you want to go okay um i'm gonna go back to that hallway with the three ways to go and i think i'm gonna go to the other other set of double doors okay let's go you open the door yeah, yeah i open the door okay you heave open the door to this room and, s and are surprised to find a large chamber decorated like a ballroom tapestries on the wall may have once been fine but they're covered with a strange fungus that gives an unpleasant odor some of these tapestries have been scraped clean their fungus collected in filthy buckets beneath the tapestries several flagstones in the floor have been pulled up to function as a crude fire pit a small fire burns within it, casting long, strange shadows around the room. As you open the door, you notice three creatures are next to the fire pit. They're obviously collecting the smelly fungus for some purpose. The fire indicates they're cooking it, but it's not clear what they're trying to concoct with it. They turn as you open the door, and I think it's time for some initiatives. Okay, um, I got a 25. Okay, and I'll roll their initiatives. Oh, I just realized that they cannot go before you. So you go first. Okay. All right. Well, let's look at what we got here. Okay. Um, 5, 10, 15, 20, 25. Okay. I can just barely get to the first one. So I'm going to hunt prey on that first one, the one that's closest to me. I'm going to move up to it and I'm going to hit it with my hatchet okay uh roll your attack god i gotta start bringing these to the podcast that's uh it's another 20 for a 34 yeah uh that's a crit obviously um roll your damage also are you using the hatchet that you got from the other room the shiny one yes i am uh when you roll your first attack or any attack with that one uh roll your damage die twice uh okay so that's three two four that's nine one is five and four is nine so that's 18 and the precision is five so that's 23 points of damage 
uh, okay, you see these guys making lunch, and you come in, and you slice one of these guys right in half. And it is their turn. So the first one that's going, uh, you see him move his hands around and stuff like that, and he completely vanishes from sight. And does a 23 hit your AC? Um, yeah, that, that hits my AC. Okay, um, so you don't take any damage, but I need a reflex save. Okay, reflex is actually my best stat at, at a plus 12, so that is a 20. Okay, um, so this this bolt comes flying out of his crossbow, and it, it hits you, and it looks like this cord or this rope wraps around you, but you kind of wiggle your way around, and it kind of flies off your arm, and that's his turn. Uh, the other one, you see him, he does the same thing, the same hand gestures, and he also goes invisible. And, um, okay, so that is a 22. Okay, and is that the same uh, reflex save? Yeah, it's a, it's a reflex save. Well, I got an 18 on the die for a 30. All right, this one, you straight up, it hits you, and you kind of just, like, ninja matrix your way out of it. And then that's um, that's it. That's that's their turns. Okay. Well, um, now I'm mad because they're shooting at me and going invisible and stuff. So I'm gonna walk up to them. To them, there's a spot pretty much in between them, and I'm gonna swing once at the um, at the first one. Okay. Um, swing away. All right. That's um, a twenty-eight. Okay, that hits. But remember, you didn't mark this. One. You didn't hunt prey with this one, so you don't get your precision damage. Oh, um, okay, so that's a four, five is a nine, and a nine plus four, I believe it is. Yeah, nine plus four is 13 damage. And it's still up? Yeah, he's still up. Okay, I'm gonna take another swing, and that's a 21. Okay, that hits. And that's 11 points of damage. Okay, you, uh, you kill that one. All right, and then it's the next one's turn, and he is, um, ooh. He's going to move his hands around again, and he's going to cast a spell. So he casts a spell, and you notice that he, uh, he grows to be a larger size. And he takes a swing with his light mace. All right, um, uh, let's see... Does a 16 hit? No. Okay, that's uh, that's his turn. Okay, um, I'm gonna hit the guy. That is a, that's a 33. Oh god, uh, the 33 is a crit. Okay, so two, one is three, and four, seven, and then so 20 damage. Okay, you um, slice the guy in half like the other one. All right, you killed the three things that were just trying to get a nice meal, cooking some some smelly stuff. What do you do? Uh, I'm gonna look around. I'm gonna look around, see what I can find. I got a 23 for perception. Okay, um, you find some smelly fungus. Um, that's pretty much all that's in the room. There's the tapestries, but you know, you know some fungus. You got some fungus here. All right, well, um. Do I, can I tell what the fungus is? Like, do, is it, is it important? Like, is it something, does it do anything? That'll be a nature check. Oh, right. I get a three on the die with my plus eight. That's an 11. Uh, you, you're not a hundred percent sure. Maybe they were trying to just cook it for something to eat, but it's just some smelly fungus. That's it. Just some smelly, smelly fungus. So do you want to do anything else? Um, no, not in this room. Uh, I do think I want to check out the rest of this place. I want to check out that hallway. Yeah, I feel like there was more to this place. Okay, so you go through the door, the double doors, and you walk your way to, to the hallway. And this is what you see. The long hall has several alcoves. An alcove to the southwest contains a double door. The most impressive double door, however, stands to the north. It bears the imperious image of Imogrin Favelshank, 
arms held wide in welcome, but with a sneer on her face that belies that's this sentiment. Two columns stand in the middle of this room, each covered with several small holes no bigger than a halfling's finger. You can just make out what looks like the like a panel on the far side of the northernmost pillar. Okay, I step into the room and I'm going to go to the set of double doors. Okay, um, as you step into the room, does a 26 hit you? Uh, yeah, a 26 will hit. Okay, uh, that's going to be three points of damage. And I need a fortitude save. Okay, one, one second. Three points of damage. Six on the die. With my a fortitude is a fifteen. Okay. Um, the arrow or the dart hits you, and you, you you're feeling okay. And then I also need initiative. I got a twenty-four. Okay. Twenty-four. Right. Twenty-four. And okay. Um, you go first. What do you do? Okay, well, I see, you said I see that control panel, and it looks like, do, can I tell where the, uh, the dart came from? Yeah, um, you can tell that the dart, you can see now that there's darts shooting out of the two pillars. Okay, um, I'm gonna go to that panel and see if there's a way to shut this off. Okay, what's your movement speed? Okay, my movement speed is a, tw is 25 feet. So my first action is to move 25 feet. One, two, three, four, five. Right there. Um, stop there. <laughs> Does a 17 hit you? No. Okay, continue. My second action is to move, continue moving. One, two, three, four, five to there. Okay, stop again. Does a 20 hit you? No, it does not. And my final action is to continue to move to there. Okay, um, you... Okay, so you're at the panel, and it's going to get one more. Does a 22 hit? A 22 does hit. Okay, that is four points of damage. One sec. Write that on my character sheet. And I need a fortitude save. Okay, that is an 11 on the die. So four, that's a 20. Okay, you're, you're good. And that's the end of my turn. Okay, so... Okay, it's... Uh, Shoots one dart, that's a 20, a 14, and a 17. Okay, none of those, none of those hit. And it's your turn. Okay, I'm going to look at this box, and I'm going to try to break it with twins, twin, uh, whatever the fuck it's called. I'm going to use twin takedown on it. Okay, roll, roll your first attack. That is a 27. All right, that, that'll hit the box. That's not really moving. And the other one is a 22. That will also hit the box. All right, so I will roll damage. That's, oh, it's also immune to the precision damage. Okay, so that's two, seven, and four is 11. And the second attack is eight. So eight and 11 is 19. Okay, so um, it's a box, big giant metal box, a wooden control panel, so um, doesn't all go through. So all right, so you uh, you hit it, and it control panel breaks, and the trap stops. Good, good job, awesome. Um, so I'm gonna look around this area. Give me a perception check. That's a twenty-eight. Okay. Um. There's a secret one-way hatch in the ceiling above the control panel on the northern column. Um, it doesn't appear on the map that Minoti gave gave you. Um, he doesn't even know that it exists. Um, so what do you do? Uh, I'm going to go to the uh, double doors, the non-impressive double doors. Okay. All right. So you, uh, you want to open the doors. All right. So you open the door. This large room is decorated as a noblewoman's boudoir, complete with vanity table, paneled screen for dressing, metal wash basin, and several armoires stuffed with ruffled clothing. The clothing is predominantly in shades of red and white, with a great deal of silver. The clothing has weathered the passage of time remarkably well, hinting at some preservation magic pervading the boudoir. Two creatures are here along with their pets, three giant centipedes. The creatures are currently exploring the room, trying on wigs, draping themselves in jewelry, and wrapping themselves in silk hair ribbons. The centipedes are slowly chewing their way through a large box of shoes. 
As you open the door, all of these foes leap to fight. I'm going to need initiative. Okay, uh, I rolled a 14. And let me roll for my creatures. Okay, um, the centipede. That. Okay, that was. And then the two creatures. Okay, um, you actually don't go first this time. So there. Okay, so the the first centipede walk walks over to you, and with its first and second action, it's going to use its mandibles to bite at you. Does a twenty hit? No. Ooh, does a twenty-five hit? Yes, yes, it does. Okay, that is for two points of damage. And I need a fortitude save. That's an 18 on the die for a 27. Yeah, 27. Okay, um, that is the first thing's turn. A, another of the centipedes walks up to you and starts to bite at you. That is not going to hit with a 13 and not going to hit with a 8. And that is its turn. Next is one of the creatures. Um, let's see. It um, it's going to it's going to pull out a dart and throw it at you. And that's for eleven. Is eleven going to hit? Eleven's not going to hit. And it's going to, with its final action, pull out a a short sword. And then it is the other centipede's turn, and he is going to go there. He's going to attack you with a 23. That hits. Okay, and that is two points of damage. Okay, and I need a fortitude save. That's a 20. Okay, that saves, and it's going to attack you again. That's a nat one. And then finally, the other one, the other creature, is going to pull out its short sword. One, and move one, two, three, four, five. And that he is going to attack you with the short sword. That's a two on the die. That doesn't hit. All right, and um, finally, that's your turn. Okay, um, I'm going to attack the centipede in front of me. That is for 22 da- uh, damage. 22 damage! <laughs> uh, 22 to hit. Okay, that, that hits. Roll damage. That's 14 damage. Okay, the first centipede is dead. I'm going to defeat. I'm really presumptuous today. I'm going to attack the other one. That is for 25. That is a crit. Okay, so I'll roll 11. 26 damage. Okay, that one, you squash it like a bug. (laughs) And your final action. Um... For my final action, I'm going to attack the creature that's attacking me. That is a 16 on the die. Minus 8 for my third attack. So that is a 22. Okay, a 22 will hit them. Hit it. And uh, roll your roll your damage. Okay. Um, 2, 6... And four is twelve, so that's twelve damage. Yeah, uh, the thing, the thing dies. You hit it and crack its skull open. Let's say. All right, so it comes to the centipede's turn. It is gonna, it's gonna try to eat you. Mandibles, three attacks. That's a thirteen. That is. Um, a 16, and it's gonna miss. Not a, not a crit. Not a 20. (laughs) Okay, and then it is the other creature's turn. He's gonna come over, and he is going to swing his sword at you. (sighs) Okay, that is, um, it's a 14, and less than a 14. It's your turn. Okay, so I'm gonna attack the creature. That's gonna be an 18 to hit. Okay, that hits. Roll your damage. Alright. That's 11. Okay, the creature dies. And then I'm gonna 
hit the hit the centipede. And that is a 24. And that hits. And that is 11 points of damage. Okay, the centipede dies, and you beat them all, and you win. Good job. All right, I don't need your attitude, because I'm rolling well. Jeez. Sorry. Uh, so what do you do? Uh, well, um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna look around. I'm gonna look around the room. Okay, so, uh, give me a perception check. Okay, that's a 24. Alright, so there's a lot of jewelry and fine clothing in the room. The whole lot of it is worth about 200 gold. Uh, but there's little it can do for you and right now. You're kind of stuck in, uh, you're stuck in the, uh, the room here, the tomb here. Um, there is, a there's a ring that sticks out. It's it's not like normal jewelry. It's you can tell it's a little, it's it's different. Okay, I I want to look at that. All right, uh, you look and it actually is labeled a ring of energy resistance acid. Okay, um, I'm gonna write that down and I'm gonna put that on. Since I know what it is, can you tell me what it does? Sure. Okay, so um, this ring gives you resistance ten to acid. Oh, okay. Um, so uh, I'm I'm in here, and I just—is there anything else? By the way, just the uh, no. You actually find something stuffed in one of the drawers of the vanity table. Um, your roll was high enough. Um, it was a—it's the silver comb. Okay, so I got the silver comb and the marble candlestick, and I feel like I'm gonna kill someone in the bedroom. Ah, that was a that was a clue reference in case anyone didn't get it. Uh, oh shit, I fucking explained my own joke. What the shit, Kevin? Alright, well, that, that shit happens. So, we're moving on. Okay, anyway, so, now that we're moving on, I got the treasure, that's cool and everything, but, um, I want to ask, uh, Minoti if he could do his thing and heal, heal me up a little bit. Look at some of these wounds I've been stabbed and thrown darts at and slashed and whatnot. Okay, uh, you gonna, you gonna do that? Sure. Uh, hey, Minoti, you mind coming over here and since you asked me to do this task and now we're both trapped in here until I can kill this thing, this ghost for you, uh, want to heal me? Heal me a little bit? Sure, I guess I can do that. After all, I do want to get out of here also. All right, so he rolled, he got a 23. Okay, uh, a 23 is enough to have him check your stuff out and fix you okay um so eight and six so that's 14 and okay um so i'm gonna leave that room and let me let me see this map here um i think i want to check out the uh the trap door that you told me about i'm gonna go go up there all right so you go up the trapdoor, and you find that it's a one-way trapdoor. You can't get back down. You see a hallway. You're in a hallway. You see a door to your right. And it looks like there's some steps that go down to your left. Okay, um, I'm going to go to the doors. The door right to my right. Okay, um, you open the door. Okay, the door to this room opened to reveal a square room with a sunken floor. Although the floor is only a few inches below the level of the hallway floors outside of it, it's filled with a strong-smelling, a sharp-smelling acid. The acid isn't strong enough to injure you or deep enough to hinder you, but it clings to your feet and is unpleasant in an unpleasant way. Minoti, skeptical of the acid, simply stays flying. Inside, you see two creatures are playing in the acid of this room, forming it into sticky little balls and hurling it at each other. You suspect they have been at this game for a very, very long time by the scrim of slime that covers the walls. Someone to play with! One of the creatures streaks. No, mine! Shouts the other. Both of them leap into the air and attack you. Whether it's their version of playing, it's definitely not something you want to participate in. So roll initiative. Alright, um, I got a 20. Okay. I'm going to roll for them. So they got that. And that. Okay. Um, all right. So I'm going to... Um, it's actually this guy's turn. All right. Okay. So the first one's going to move to here. And he breathes in. And he breathes out. And a cone of green 
well, let's just call it acid because that's what it is. Uh, comes flying at you. I need a reflex save. Okay, um, that is a reflex. I got a five on the die, so that is a seventeen. Okay, um, you you pass. Um, so you are going to take six points of damage. Okay, so with the acid resistance ring that I just got, I'm going to take no points of damage. You're um, you're right, and it is is your turn. All right, well, I'm going to move up to this one, and I'm going to hit it with my axe for a 21. A 21 hits, roll damage. and So 14 points of damage. Okay, uh, 14 points of, sta of damage. He is still standing there. Well, flying there. Okay, I'm going to hit it again. That is a 16. Meets beats, roll damage. Alright. Let's roll eleven points of damage. Okay, you um you kill that one. And and it's the other one's turn. And it is gonna move it's gonna move its hands around and do some do some stuff. And a green arrow flies out of its hand. And that's it. Fly out of its hand and come right at you. Okay, and that is going to be a 24 to hit. Does that hit? That does hit. Okay, so this is going to be interesting. Come on, let me roll something good. Alright, so. So it's going to be 7 points of damage. Okay, and um, that doesn't do anything because of my... Resistance from the acid. Yeah, you're right. And uh you're it's gonna be persistent acid damage, but uh yeah. It doesn't doesn't matter, does it? Does not matter. And then for its other it's gonna it's just gonna sit there and wallow in self pity because it can't move up. No, it's gonna come move up to you. You killed its friend. And it's your turn. Okay, uh, I'm going to hit it. That's going to be an 18 on the die, so that's 32. Okay, that's a crit. Alright, so that's 6, 15, and 11. Okay, so uh, you you kill it. You don't even need to tell me this whole you You killed it. Alright, well, cool. Um, so I want to look around this room also. Okay, um, give me... You don't. You don't need to. Uh, you don't need to give me it. It says, yeah. So you, you look around and uh, you see a pile of loot that the creatures have stashed in the corner of the room. There's only one item that's obvious. That's of obvious value. It's a golden snuff box, which, as you know, is one of the key items for defeating Favelshank. Okay. Um. Can I? Can I look. Look. It's just a snuff box. It's a is there anything inside of it? Uh, it's inside. There's a a strange wad of moss. Really hasn't been affected by the acid, so uh, you can. It's you find that strange. What do you do? Oh, I'm gonna. Do I know anything about this moss that's in there? Um, roll a nature check. Uh, that's a 19 with my nature. Is I believe an eight. It was so uh, 27. Okay, um, so you actually know a lot about this moss. Um, it's got some magical properties. Um, it usually has a the effect of a lesser healing potion. Um, but you know you know more about it that you know that you can um, distill a little bit more potency out of it. Um, so it actually is uh, the equivalent of a moderate healing potion. So I'm gonna write that down. Moderate healing. Mass. Nothing else in the room. I'm gonna continue. I'm gonna continue down the other way since there's stairs that go down. Okay. Um. You open the door. Yeah, I open the door. Okay. This room is blazing with bright light from magically illuminated panels in the ceiling. While not nearly as bright as natural sunlight, the light is nevertheless much brighter than the rest of the tomb. The northwest quadrant of the room is a flower bed, about 20 square feet. 
The dirt in the flower bed is churned and loose and looks healthy, but the only flowers growing are ash gray, brittle, and dead. Only one plant in the garden appears to be alive, and it's little more than a brown stick with a dull green leaf. Okay, I'm gonna walk into the room and start looking around. As you walk in, the dirt of the flower bed roils and churns, and a heap of dead flesh rises. Roll for initiative. Oh, that's a 16. Okay, so it's its turn. So you see it grab some some dirt, some 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 of the earth underneath it, and it throws it at you. That is um a eleven. Uh, that does not hit. It grabs another pile of dirt. That is a twenty-three. That hits. It is also um a crit. So there you go. Okay, so he's going to roll that. And 6 and 13. So you take 13 points of damage, and you take 5 points of negative energy damage. So uh, I actually have resistance, so it'll actually be 2 less. So it'll be 16 damage total. And uh, it's going to not crit. So I just realized it threw twice, so it'd be at a negative... So even though it was a 20, it would have, wouldn't have been a 23. It would have been a miss. So um, I'm just, I'm just going to roll the damage again since I don't remember what I rolled. So it is seven points of damage and one point of negative. So that doesn't matter. So, and then it's going to throw more at you. It misses and you're good. So it is your turn. Um, Okay, so uh, it's my turn. I'm gonna I'm gonna hunt prey first. That was called. Yeah, I'm gonna hunt prey. I'm gonna walk up to it because that hurt. And I'm gonna use twin takedown. First attack is a 19 on the die, so that'll be a 33. Okay, that's a crit. And the second attack will be a 12 on the die for a 22. Okay, the first one was. A crit, and the second one hit. Okay, so that is a one on the die. Two, so that's six. I roll four ones, so that's four and eight. So 12. And the precision is going to be five, so that's 17. And then the other one is seven, so 24 damage. Okay, so 70. Okay, so 24 damage, you said. And it's its turn. So he is um, he's going to attack you with his fist. That's going to be a 16. That doesn't hit. It is going to be a, a 20. That doesn't hit. And the last one is a 19 on the die for a 20. That also doesn't hit. Okay, those were his actions. It's your turn. Okay, I'm going to use twin takedown. The first attack is going to be a 21. That hits. The second attack is going to be a 16. That also hits. Okay, so another one and another one. So 6 and 11 is 13 and then 9. So 22 points of damage. Okay, I'm going to attack him again. This one will be at negative 8. So that's 23. Okay. That's for 11 damage. And I'm going to swing again because I can't get any worse than a negative 8. Okay, that is going to miss horribly. Uh, what's what's the number? Oh, it was like a 9. Yeah, no, that, that misses. Okay, that's all my actions. All right, it is hit its turn. Um, it is going to try to hit you with its fist. That's a 21. Okay, that, that hits. Alright, that, oh, that's a, that is 15 points of damage. Oh, oh, that hurts. And you are pushed back 5 feet. He's going to, for a second action, move up to you again, and then hit you. Okay, and that is for a 23. That hits also. Okay, and that is for, oof, you're lucky. Um, that's a 1 on the die, so 6 damage. Okay, and I am freaking hurting so i'm gonna try killing him right now so i'm going to twin takedown first one is a 
19 on the die. That hits. And the second one is a 17 on the die. Or on the total. 19 total, 17 total. Alright, they both hit. Okay, so that's 10, 16, for 21. Okay, uh, 21 damage. You take both your axes and you dig deep into the flesh of this zombie-like creature. And it falls and dies excellent um i'm gonna look around um uh you give me a perception check okay um that is an 18 on the die for 28 all right so you're looking around and you see the um the stick that i mentioned before with the leaf that's actually growing out of a potion of bark skin um and with the 28 i think you said you rolled um you find a secret door. Yeah, you find a, a secret door. Okay, well, I'm severely hurt. So I'm going to sit here and ask Minoti. Give me a second. Hey, Minoti, uh, that thing really, really messed me up. I was wondering if you can check out this, just this part right here. Kind of that dirt hit me and then that guy punched me a bunch. I was wondering if you can check me out. Okay, uh, sure. Yeah, let me take a quick look at it okay um minoti i'm gonna roll for minoti he get an he got he got a natural 20 so yeah i think uh i think he's looking at your wounds really well and he's fixing them up and uh so that is a critical success um you are going to gain 48 back okay i'm gonna need those 48 by the way so let's 12 um i'm gonna actually ask him to take the uh the hour and um see if you can uh you know look at me a little bit better and you know heal me up a little bit better all right so uh it was 12 you're gonna add 24 to your hit points okay i think that's i think that's good um i'm gonna continue yeah i'm gonna continue to through this secret door i want to see where that leads us okay um Let's see here. So you have two hero points, by the way. Just remember that. Okay. Okay. The sepulcher is a long, dim chamber with a raised alcove to the north end. That raised area is lit with ever-burning torches that glow with a dim gray illumination. A single sarcophagus resting there is carved with the image of Immigrin Thabalshank on its lid. The six columns supporting the ceiling here are, are also carved with her haughty likeness. So there isn't anywhere in this chamber free of her gaze. That's perhaps the most eerie thing about this cursed dungeon so far. Wisps of shadow emerge from the sarcophagus and coalesce into Thavalshank's malevolent wraith. You've fought many ghosts in your life, but none as powerful as this one. Thavalshank gives a horde grin that splits the shadow of her face. My dear dirge, my murderer, have you returned to accept your vengeance at my hand? You pause in confusion. Why would she know you? She died before you were even born. Wait, you're not Remnant Dirge at all. You're only, uh, part of him. What trickery is this? Minoti clears his throat just like a fussy professor might. Ah, madam, your soul was trapped, unwilling to move on to the boneyard and unable to return to this world. I needed to bring you fully forth, and the only way to do so was to bring your killer into your presence. You turn to the Nosi. You used me? Minoti cocks his head. Technically, I used a little bit of remnant dirge that makes up your soul. But now Thavalshank is fully manifest manifested, and you can send her to her eternal rest. He gestures towards the shadowy figure with his wing, inviting you to step forward and face her. Thavalshank doesn't seem to care about the details of whose soul belongs to whom. She wails in rage and lunges forward. Okay, so, uh, do I have to, like, show her the items? No, the, just having the items. It says here, Thavalshank is weaker for each of the three items you carry. So, just having the items, I think, works. Okay, um, alright, so I guess it's time for initiative. Yes, roll for initiative. Oh, shoot. Uh, let's... Okay, I got a 21. Okay, and I will roll for her initiative. Okay, so she... Oh, jeez. She rolled really bad. Okay, so, um... So you're up. Alright, I'm gonna use my... See how far... One... Use two move actions to get up to her. 
And then I'm going to use twin, twin takedown. Okay, well, let's see what happens here. Alright, my first attack. Nope, that's not on the table. 16 on the die, and plus 14 will be a 30. Okay, um, that's a crit. And my second attack is a 17. Okay, so your first attack hits. Oh, I'm sorry, it crits. So that's 21 damage. Okay, so 21 damage, and it is her turn. Oh, okay. Uh, alrighty. So let me see. Alrighty, so we are gonna go with the only thing that looks like she has. Okay, she's gonna she's gonna hit you. She's gonna try to hit you three times. So that's pretty much it. She's she's angry. She killed her, and uh, she's gonna attack you three times. First hit, first attack. So let's see. So that is a fifteen on the die. So that is a twenty-six. Uh, that will hit. Um, okay. So six, three. So that is fourteen. Fourteen points of negative damage. Okay. Um, I have resistance negative energy two. So that will be. 12 points of damage instead. Okay, um, points of damage. Alrighty, and... Oh, it's 11 points. No, 11, 10, 9 points of damage because of the items you're wearing. So give yourself 3 more hit points. Okay. Also, um, I need a fortitude save. Okay, um, that is a 15 on the die. Um, that's a 20, 24. Okay, you, um, you succeed. And she's going to hit you two more times. So, a 17 won't hit. And is going to be a 26 to hit. Uh, that, that hits. Okay, that's two, eight. For 10 damage. Okay, so that's eight damage because of the negative energy and she gets that and uh that's that is her turn okay so i'm going to hunt prey and then i'm going to twin takedown so that is a 32 for the first hit or first yeah for the first hit a 32 is going to be a crit for the first hit and the second hit is going to be a 27 okay the 27 is going to hit all right so that's that's 22 points of damage. And then I'm going to hit her again, or attempt to. And that is a 16. A 16 does not hit. Okay, um, that's my turn. Okay, um, she is going to attack three times. First attack is going to be a 17. That's going to miss. The next attack is a nat 20. Um, that is going to be for a 27. Okay, that's a crit. And let's do that damage first. Five. So that's going to be for 17 points of damage. Okay, and um, I need that, that, that fortitude save. Okay, I rolled an 18 on the die, so that is a 27. Okay, you pass, and she's got one more attack, and that was a nat one, so she's going to miss. And it is your turn. Okay, um, let's see. I'm going to... <laughs> I mean... Oh, fuck. Oh, man. I'm, I'm going to twin takedown. Okay. So the first one is a 19 plus 14. That's a 33. Okay, that crits. Okay, and the second one is a 22. So they both hit. First one was a crit. Okay, so that's... So it was 25 for the first hit and 5 for the second hit for a total of 30. Okay, you uh, you do that thing that you do. You take the axe, they the hatchets, and you take one and hit, hit that spot and bring the second one right to it. And you... Kill Imogrin Thabalshank. Oh wow. With 
Immigrant Tavelshanks defeat, the eerie shadows and supernatural effects throughout the tomb dissipate. A grinding echoes throughout the tomb as the door is finally open, open setting you free. Minoti gives an awful farewell and flutters off in an impossible direction, slipping between the planes to return to the boneyard. With luck, you won't see him again. Now perhaps you can find something to eat and enjoy it in peace. Alright guys, um, that was it. Uh, I want to want to thank you for listening. I knew it. Later.